Welcome to the Bonfire, exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hello, everybody. Howdy, howdy. I feel like I should tell you now, you might hear crows mm-hmm. squacking, and you might hear bells jingling, and you might hear cats meowing. So just, it's going to be a real soundscape over here today. And there are different cats. Yes, they're my cats. We're at Corey's house, and it's really fun. <laughs> There's a little baby kitten with a bell around her neck, and she is in active mode. Mm. She made sure to take a nap before Detta got here, so we should be extra awake for this. <laughs> and we are also recording on a different mic, so if the quality sounds a little bit different, that's why. That's why. Yeah. I don't have the same amazing setup at my house. Well, you've got some pretty great stuff, though, too. And I could have brought it, but I was lazy. <laughs> I was lazy, you all, because it is warm. You are sleepy. <laughs> I'm so sleepy, y'all. I think that all my herbs that I'm taking to sleep are finally starting to work. (laughs) They're like, oh, you want to sleep? Okay. Okay, we're going to make this happen then. (laughs) There we go. So, yeah. Speaking of herbs. Yeah. That's what we're talking about today. Elements of ritual. We're going to talk about two very, I think, important and cool herbs. Yeah. That I like a lot. Yeah. We're going to talk about catnip. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about rosemary. My gateway herb. (laughs) Because it was. <laughs> we are going to plant our rosemary bush um, in the dirt this uh, fall. Oh, nice. Because it's too big for the pot and we want to have a big old bush in the front. Because they're the best. We're going to do it with our sage, too, which is growing like 60. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My, I have, everything's tiny this year. <laughs> it's really bizarre. Even my foxglove. Hmm. Which I was so excited that it reseeded itself, but then it's like it's like this little tiny baby. It's like I see all the other foxgloves; they're <laughs> up, and I know you are foxglove. What is going on? So I don't know. Wild. But you know, the linden tree also bloomed a lot later too. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. I feel like our growing season started like two weeks late. Yeah, I did just harvest the biggest zucchini we've ever had in our garden. And one by one, very slowly, the tomatoes are turning colors. Oh. I know I'm going to go out there one day, and it's going to be like, boom, all red. Oh. I'm going to be like, damn it. <laughs> oh, by the way, welcome to the Bonfire Bubble Garden Show. Oh, um, yeah. My peppers aren't doing well either. The plants oh. are doing fine, but there's like no... Like, peppers, where's the flower? Peppers have always been hard for me. Yeah. I had to finally take the protective net off of the pumpkin so that the bees could get in and oh, pollinate yeah. it. And I'm so nervous oh, yeah. about yeah, the yeah. big fat critters that like to waddle around in my yard. She's talking about raccoons, y'all. Three of them this morning. Three. Three. Fighting in the cypress tree. (laughs) They're trying to get to the underworld. Probably. (laughs) They're like, actually, we run the place. (laughs) Mm, So just move over. There you go. Well, cool. Well, I have... The library would be very short. It'd be so short. Let's just head right out. Yeah, we're going to head to the... Actually, we're going to head to the pool. It's everyone. so hot. <laughs> I know we shouldn't be complaining because I know the rest of the country has it so bad. Yes. But it's really bad for but us. It's, for us, it's it's unfortunately the new standard for summer, yeah. which is upsetting. Yeah. But if you want, later we can go dip our little toes in the actual pool. I might. Okay. Do that. Okay. Out to the pool we go. 
Alphabetically via how we say them or alphabetically their scientific names? It would be the same either way. Bum, bum, bum. Because catnip is Nepeta cataria. Wonderful Corey here talked about the genus and the family. So I'm going to let you go first on both of them so you can... The catnip plant, or like Detta so expertly said, the Nepeta cataria plant... Is also called cat's wort, cat wort, or cat mint. Mm. And the reason it's called cat mint is because it is part of the Lamiaceae family, or the mint family. I mean, it's not called the mint family. Mm-hmm. It is often, like, colloquially called the mint yeah. family. But it is the same family that mint is in. Yeah. Keep that in your brain for a fun little fact later. <laughs> um, yeah, it is part of this. It's the same family as um, purple dead nettle. A number of other amazing herbs. I'm so also many. tired, you can tell, yeah. because I have a little bit of a stutter. It's been a week. <laughs> it has been a week. But, yeah, so that is its little uh, genus species family moment. And take it away. You have all kinds of amazing oh, things to so say. so do you. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm blather about rosemary. Well, this is how I was going to start, because I was just so shocked this morning. I was going to say, everybody, did you know that you could smoke catnip? <laughs> and the first thing Corey said to me is like, you know, and I'm going to talk about how you shouldn't smoke catnip. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, wait, what? So, so I think that's a beautiful yeah. example of how easy it is to find conflicting information yep. and be very confused about stuff. Yeah, which is why you should triple, quadruply check your sources. Absolutely. And if you if you have a source that you trust that they haven't been wrong, like I, there are a couple, like Mountain Rose Herb. Mm-hmm. If they sell it to ingest, I'm I feel pretty safe about it. Yeah. And if my Spark, who I will mention later, not right now, uh, when I when they say something, I usually believe them. Did you not get, usually always? Did you get the TikTok <laughs> I sent you? Of uh, one of the witches we follow on TikTok did a review of their top four favorite books about herbs. Oh, wow. And I sent it to you, and I will share it to the Instagram yeah. story as well. Oh, I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. I'm excited. Our, our good buddy Fez was on there. Fez! Because she's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Both of her books. I just love them. So, so, yeah, you can smoke it, but should you? I don't know. I am not a smoker. I hack so badly. I can't even do marijuana. I can't even smoke marijuana, which is why I do, why I eat edible. Why why do I say do? I guess, you know, I do marijuana. No. Um, (laughs) You sound like a narc. I I know. (laughs) Hello, fellow kids. (laughs) So I, I can do edibles, but I can't smoke. So there are all these smoking blends for herbs. Mugwort's one of them, and I guess it's pretty, the effects are pretty amazing. Well, catnip. I had read in a couple of places, and now I need to double-check my sources. So do I. Um, You can smoke it, but it could very likely, depending on your body and your makeup, make you incredibly nauseous. Oh, yeah. Super queasy and pukey. Yeah, and maybe pukey, yeah. But I guess the effects are psychedelic, almost like mushrooms and LSD and stuff like that, and you can get visual hallucinations yeah and that's why some people smoke it that way in spiritual practice we're talking a magical practice yeah what's that what's that drug that people go on ayahuasca 
Oh, kind yeah. Kind of like how ayahuasca yeah. apparently makes you see the curvature of the universe yeah. and God and whatever, but it also makes you completely evacuate your entire digestive system. Yeah. Yeah. The first couple of times. I actually just listened to an entire podcast. All about ayahuasca? No, this one guy's experience oh. with ayahuasca. Really fascinating. I'll see if I can find it. I've been listening to a ton of herbal podcasts recently, and I cannot remember which one this was, but I'll see if I can find it for y'all. It was fascinating. It's fascinating not- drug. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I think, maybe for me. Nope. I'm um, not for me either. <laughs> for a number of reasons. But one of those reasons is I don't want to shit myself to death. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, back to catnip. Should yes. you smoke it? Ah, there are other ways. Tea. You mm-hmm. can drink it as a tea. And since it is the mint family, some people really enjoy the taste and other people don't. You can use it as a tincture. You can actually make a poultice and use it for wounds. Uh, good for balm and essential oil. It doesn't burn as much as peppermint does, but it has a lot of the same herbal actions as far as medicinally. And now would be the time to say that I am not a doctor. I am an herbalist and there is no licensing here in the United States for herbalists. And I really encourage you, if you are going to take this internally, any of the herbs that we talk about internally or put on your body or smoke them (laughs) or light them as incense make sure you're checking with your uh, with your doctor in whatever form that is naturopath or whatever because there is also always a chance that certain herbs can affect current medications you might be on and that is one of these that i was going to talk about as well this one does not seem to interact with other medications but there are tons of and as we go through the herbal elements, I will absolutely tell you when there's a contraindication uh, because there are so many herbs. I'm so dying to talk to y'all about. Uh, Okay. So magically associated with Bast, who's the protector of felines and can communicate and command them, AKA she hurts cats. See, it is possible, just not by us mere mortals. Uh, Freya associated with Freya and even cared one. And I couldn't find out why, but I found it listed in a lot of different places. The uh, signs associated are Taurus and Libra, and the planet is Venus, which is why I picked catnip for this, because as of now, we are in Venus retrograde. So you've been in it for a couple of days when you're going to hear this episode. And having support of herbs during times that are challenging, it's just a great idea if you can tolerate it. Uh, If this is something that works with your body, drinking it in tea Um, will help you, I'm not going to say counteract, mm, lessen the severity maybe. And magically, um, there are just so many different actions that this herb can take. Oh, and the element is water. Everybody said it. Scott Cunningham, lots of people. I don't know why it's water though. So I need to find out. And I, so I'll be doing some digging, more digging on that. The alchemy book that I go to that usually tells me where something originated didn't have catnip in it. Interesting. I know I was disappointed, but oh well. Spells work. It's used for psychic work, uh, tranquility to chill you out for luck, psychically bonding with your cat, which let me tell you, I think that's what Izzy and I did very early on in her life. I'm just saying. I had no idea, but there you have it. For safety, divination, but specifically divination in dreams. So drinking a cup of catnip tea before you go to bed. Or I know 
of someone, I do not know this person personally, but likes to eat catnip and lemon balm sandwiches. Which is... I'm going to pass. Yeah. (laughs) I tried it because I'm growing both in my yard and I did not enjoy the taste. But lemon balm is so good. Anyway, that's another another episode. Using... For spell work, you can use catnip to add an extra boost to your... To the energy of your spell. So if you want to amplify the energy, kind of like when we talk about putting crystals on mirrors Mm. and that amplifies... The energy catnip does that. And I think one of the reasons it does that is because as far as human goes, I don't know about cats, but catnip is a, it's an herb that is stimulating, not meaning that it's, you know, like coffee stimulating, but it stimulates your system and it gets your blood to move. And it's really good for sluggish digestion. Mm. So if you're really having issues, again, I am not a doctor. I am an herbalist. (laughs) Okay. Uh, As far as magic goes, oh, back to magical, using it for spells that involve overcoming obstacles. So it'd be really good for a road, uh, clearing the road spell, road blocking spells for beauty and to attract friendly people. I know. However, once you stop using it, will that person still be friendly and your friend? That is something to look out for. So you still have to do the mundane work of actually being kind and nice to a human being and actually creating a friendship. Yeah. I want to go back to attraction just a little bit. This is often used for love spells. And if you Google it, you can find love come to me spells. And in case you're new to the podcast... You will know that I do not believe in casting love spells on specific people. If you want to cast, unless it's yourself, you can totally cast a love yourself spell. Go for it. Absolutely. I think you should. Yes, I think you should too. But attracting just in general, attracting love to yourself, I say go for it. It also attracts health and healing. It's really used highly. This cat is hysterical, you all. She wants to be on the table so bad. So bad. And she is absolutely not allowed to be. And so she's like, what if I try over here? I still see you, you ding dong. <laughs> I left you on a cliffhanger. Sorry about that. So, no, it's fine. Cat interruption. I love it. Um, money spells. So catnip specifically is really good for money spells. Interesting. Worldly objects, bringing worldly objects to you. I don't want to have to get the spray bottle out. Thank you. So okay. Oh come on, you've dealt with my cats yeah, but your for cats, years. Your cats are fine on the table, and they're like, yeah, I don't like them on the table. Yeah, but they at least sit still and don't break anything. <laughs> Tammy lets them on the table. That's why they're on the table. <laughs> now I know who to talk to. Oh, totally, cutie. I swear to God. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> She's just like, I'm just putting my head here. You absolute doofus. No. no. Get down. <laughs> Money spells. Yeah. And I've used it before, and I've used mint a lot for spiritual portals, okay. using them in spells for those, and for time, slowing time down. And you could, I, I've used it to write an intention on and burned it in the bonfire or in the candle. 
And one of the other amazing things that it's used for is a special bookmark and blessing for your book of shadows. Oh. Putting it in various places. There's all this protection and bringing good energy and dispelling evil is how it's said, dispelling evil, Hmm. uh, to keep it away from you and your book of shadows. Interesting. have more, but please go. I've talked a lot. <laughs> I honestly, I don't have a lot of stuff that Detta doesn't have. Um, it's been used through history to, um, as a medicine to treat tummy troubles, fevers, hives. It can also have sedative properties like you talked about mm-hmm. right before bed to take yeah. it. Um, I do have here in all capitals, don't inhale it, smoke. But that's because <laughs> I read a thing that was like, it'll make you pukey. Um, and it will. I mean, it, yeah, depending, depending on who you are. Yeah. Um, and then also that the pretty purple flowers in it can be used in spells, uh, not necessarily for ingestion, but just as part of like a spell uh, for astral work and honing your psychic abilities. Oh my gosh, I've never used those flowers. I've only used leaves. I have flowers right now. I'm going to go pick some. Go pick some. Yeah. They're pretty. They are so pretty. They're so pretty. They're mm-hmm. very delicate little flowers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have purple flowers on my catnip yet, but I do on my on my spearmint. Nice. So I'll bring you some. Our thyme has tiny little purple flowers all over it. Like immediately they sprouted this year. We don't know why. Yeah, heat. Probably the heat. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Anything else? I don't think so. Should we talk about rosemary? Well, if it's okay, yes. I'm going to do just a teeny bit Hit about it. this, and then yes, absolutely, rosemary. There are a ton of great sites online and also books that you can get. And actually, Fez's book that you can get that talk about the folklore and mythology around the mint family specifically, but also about catnip. And I found a ton of them online and I'd known some of it, but not all of this. And I found this great site that I thought was I thought was the best out of all of them. (laughs) And it was really, after a lot of research, this was really low down on the Google page search, like page 10 or whatever like that. I don't even know how I got there. Uh, Oh, yes, I do. Because I kept reading the same things over and over over and over over again. It's like copy, paste, copy, paste. And I was just like, but it's elderrumherbs.com, I think. I'll find out for sure and put it in the show notes. And I just loved their site so much. And they had a little bit of folklore that I'm going to share with you. The the whole page is amazing Amazing. on catnip. But uh, grown near the home or hung over or near the door, it welcomes good fortune and benevolent spirits. The plant also has association with bees and can be rubbed on the hive to welcome a new swarm. Interesting and very specific. Very specific, right? And my guess is that the protection of herb, and I wonder if it also protects the beekeepers. I want to do some more research into that. Absolutely. A folk charm also speaks of holding catnip in your hand until it grows warm and then storing the plant safely away before holding the hand out the hand of someone you would wish to make a good friend of. This is the thing. As long as you keep the catnip safely stored away, you will keep your friend. I'd strongly recommend backing this up with treating your friend as you would prefer to be treated yourself. And then I wrote, hmm, does this cross a line? I don't know. Is this influencing? Is this influencing magic? I think it feels more like easing the way kind of magic mm. to me. I like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, because it didn't hit my gut as like... It doesn't feel yucky. No, it didn't feel yucky. But I was like, I should question this because I'm a critical thinker, y'all. Okay. It's used in... She's about to hurt herself. I'll be right back. (laughs) Honey, what are you doing? I'm causing havoc. What are you doing? She's like, I want your attention. Mom. (laughs) You have my attention all day. (laughs) So sorry. No. It's used in totem rites when your totem is a cat or member of a feline family. Uh, you can give it to your pet to shoo. You can give it to your pet, to cat, to create a psychic bond between the two of you, or perhaps to enhance one that already existed. I read that like on every single site I was on, and you can use it to increase fertility, both in the body and in your magical endeavors, which we kind of chatted about, like amplifying your spell. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I've I've absolutely put it in lockets and stuff. Sure. And carried it around before, but Yeah. I spray it on toys to get the cats distracted so they stay away from stuff they aren't supposed to play with. Me too, me too, me too, me too, me too. Catnip spray. My best friend was like, You should try this. And I was like, Okay, but cat Tibble doesn't really like catnip that much and she's like, He will love this and then I used it and he loves it. Wow. Yeah. My cats eat it. So if I put it down, those they, like nine, nine, nine. yeah, they roll in it. A couple of them roll in it, but most of them just want to like eat the whole thing. Izzy will roll in it and eat it. Everybody else just eats it. Yeah, Tibble is yeah. weird about it. He he has like a very strong grasp on his like indulgences. I think mm-hmm. because he's like, I like this for thirty seconds, and then I'm done with it. Like <laughs> my guy, yeah, have some fun. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I put this on the scratcher Whatever. for you. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that's all I have for yeah. Catnip too. Yeah, that's it. I say give it a try if you haven't already. Yeah, it's great. Um, also, please go see uh, Alexis Nicole, the Black Forager on mm-hmm. Instagram, because she did a whole uh, video about Catnip. <gasps> I haven't seen it yet. Which was kind of watch. the reason I wanted to do this episode. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. She's so good. I love her. I, I think she like, makes a syrup and a tea. I like everything she does. She's amazing. I'm so glad she's on PBS now. Yeah, syrups and elixirs are just are things I'm just starting to make myself. I love making syrups. It's kitchen witch nonsense. Yeah, it totally is. But rosemary. Yes, tell me everything about rosemary, Corey. So rosemary, or salvia rosmarinus, or rosmarinus, depending on how you want to say that is also a member of the family that catnip is in. Mm-hmm. Same family. Wild. <laughs> it looks so different. I mean, it, it does, does get little purple flowers on it, but it, like it looks so different, and we use it for such different stuff, that it was so wild to me that it was from the same, mm-hmm. same family. And if you're wondering, that is the Lamiaceae family. L-A-M-I-A-C-A-E. <laughs> oh, Latin. <laughs> Kiss my grits. Does, does anybody really know how it's pronounced? No. You really? Because it's a know? dead language. So however you're pronouncing it, I think you're okay. <laughs> I'm reading Camp Damascus, and they talk about Latin, and she mentions that, like, if you can read it and you can write it, you are still going to have a hard time if you are hearing it spoken. And I think that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> No spoilers. By the way, I'm about two. I'm about three quarters of the way through *Camp Damascus* by Chuck Tingle. It's incredible. 
Uh, so rosemary. Forever and ever and ever, it's been part of flavoring foods. We love rosemary, right? Mm. We put it on our bread. We put it on our salads. We put it on our in our sweet treats. We put it all over the place. It's delicious. You put it in a simple syrup to make a tasty beverage with. Um, It's also been used for fragrance. The oil has been used for so long since it existed basically as a fragrance oil. And it was uh, used in ancient times to signify remembrance. So if there was a funeral rite being performed, there would often be a bundle of rosemary as part of that to sort of um, wish the body on the way. And then also people would wear or have around their home to signify the remembrance of that person, little bundles or bouquets mm-hmm. of rosemary. Um, it is associated with Aphrodite, which I think is cool yeah. because like she's really beautiful, but she's also in most myths also kind of very, very frightening. <laughs> She is a little bit scary. And so she's Don't got, piss her off. She's got a little spice. And I think that rosemary is very sweet, but it's also got kind of like a savory thing to it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, and in magic, it has been used, among other things that I'm sure Detta will talk about because she knows that. You, how do you, we'll talk about how okay. you use rosemary. Okay. Um, for keeping away harmful energies, for calming and... Uh, for promoting your dreams. So a lot like catnip, a lot of dream work stuff there. Um, it's also been used though for healing and cleansing, which I think is great. So I think like if you want to make like a rosemary water situation to cleanse some of your tools, using rosemary in your cleansing, uh, practice would be a really good addition to that. Um, and as well as something I need to work on, strengthening memory. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, it's gotten better than it was, uh, but it is it is still rough some days. Um, but rosemary in the... I approach all of this just automatically and sometimes to a fault from a kitchen witch perspective. Mm-hmm. So rosemary in your bread, rosemary in your pasta, rosemary in... <laughs> apparently I want carbohydrates right now. <laughs> rosemary in your lemon bars. Like rosemary, rosemary. Just put it in there. Um Obviously, intentionally. Don't mm-hmm. just throw it on stuff and hope it'll do a thing. But specifically to the purpose of enhancing and improving your memory. Which is something that we all actually, I think, are probably having trouble with lately. Just because like every year, exponentially, more and more, our attention spans are getting shorter. Our ability to retain information due to the, quote, novel nature of all information we are currently intaking the quantity of information, the variety of information, and the trauma of information. Uh Um, So our brains are having a a tricky time, (laughs) I think is safe to say. I think, yes. Remembering shit. So anything you can do to help sort of um, build a little little moat against that particular force. I'm trying to figure out how to do data dumps, and I think Rosemary might be a really great way to do that. Data dump? Yeah. Just like, just about your I don't need you don't this need. anymore. I, I used to just write it down and it, I'd be okay. Like, I don't need to remember this anymore. Yeah. And now it's like constantly on my mind. The thing mm-hmm. about that practice that does not work for me, unfortunately, mm-hmm. is if I write it down, 
I will forget it. And that's true of things I need to remember as oh, well. Oh, oh, oh. Because I'm like, if it's here, I don't have to remember it. Right. But Post-it then notes are good I lose it. <laughs> oh. And then I don't fucking remember anything. It's a mess in here, uh. folks. <laughs> Um, but rosemary is one of my favorites. I, like I mentioned at the beginning, we're going to be planting ours out front mm. to get a little something going. Cause Detta has seen our beautiful lavender plant. Mm. So we it's want huge. on the other side of the door, we want to put the rosemary plant and then in the shade garden, we want to put the mm. sage plant. So nice. Yeah. In the shade garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't want it to cook. No, no. Sage is so good. I love it. And yeah. ours is purple. I have three different kinds in my yard right now. I have a tri-colored, a purple one, yeah. and then just the regular kitchen sage, which is beautiful because Absolutely. it's all silvery. All silvery and beautiful. Mm. Aesthetically, I just love the purple stuff. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Corey has a purple door. I have purple door. It's so cool. Yeah, purple door. Uh, it's, my fav- it's my favorite color, yeah, I think. Mine too. Yeah. Yeah, that and royal blue. I also really love coral. Oh, do like you? Like bright coral orange. It's very pinky orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, same, honestly. The second I sat down to do this, I was like, oh, no. No, make it stop. <laughs> well, yeah, rosemary was the first herb that I spent a lot of time with. I, I, I was asking myself this question because of school, because I'm almost finished. Um. <laughs> uh, and they ask you, how did you get into herbalism? Think back. And I was like, well, it must have been lavender, lilacs, or, and I was like, no, it wasn't. It was rosemary. Because you'll cook with it all the time. Absolutely. And some of my very first dishes that I actually learned to cook were with rosemary. So one of the first things my mother taught me was pork. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Pork chops. So Ooh, yeah, with rosemary yeah. and garlic. Yeah. Oh, Boise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then bread, I'm the same way. Rosemary bread is like, it. I could live on it if they'd I gotta make you a loaf of my focaccia. Oh, sadly. Oh, no. Honey, I know. Are you off weed again? I, oh, yeah, I have to be. I'm oh. off gluten. Yeah, I don't have to leave it. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll try to figure out how to make a gluten free focaccia. There's sourdough stuff. Oh, maybe I will leave this in. So if you're gluten free and you're not celiac, you can get away with some sourdoughs, and the one that I can really get away with is the Fremont Baking Essential Sour White. Mm. It's very, very good, and it doesn't make anything in my body I react. I do, but I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, sourdough, putting sourdough in stuff because it eats the stuff that's not good for people who are sensitive. It won't work for people who have celiac. Don't, Don't try it. Listen Don't to your do doctor's it. guidance about that. <laughs> but... For those of us who just like, my mouth breaks out now. Oh, no. I know. I know. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm allergic to that. Yep. Yep. Nope. Don't need that. So, yeah. So, rosemary, as far as magical, I used it for everything when I first started because I didn't have a ton of herbs that uh, the books called for and and back in the day in the 1998 when you could look stuff up on the brand new thing called the internet i feel so old sometimes you know substitutions were not really frowned upon and now i know there's a lot of controversy can you really well it depends on the action of the herb whether you can substitute it or not rosemary has a ton of actions not everything it wasn't good for everything but it was my 
was my best friend for a long time, <laughs> my best herb friend. And I used it for, I didn't do a ton of money spells, but I, I did use it for money spells. But really, I know this is going to shock everybody. I used it for protection and healing spells all the time. Oh my gosh, I'm so shocked. <laughs> I know. Surprise, surprise. And rosemary works really well for that. Really, really well. There's a reason that you plant it next to your gate mm -hmm. of your entrance of your home. And yes, it does remember. And it also remembers those who should not be entering your home. And what has been so wild since I finally started communicating with the Fae and like having a relationship with them, they're around Rosemary a lot. And I have, now I have four, five, I have five Rosemary plants. One is big and it started, it took a hit last year. I don't know what was going for me, but. I lost a huge portion of it. So I bought four more and they are now planted around my yard because I, I know for a fact this plant, I don't know what it was, but it, it took a hit for me and I was done a lot of thanks and yeah. And yeah. And so, and that's the other thing too, make sure you have a relationship with these plants, talk to them, see what you can do for them. Uh, we don't use herbs. We I collab. Yes, so. work with. I say collaborate with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So many magical things, though. So many magical things, as also you just, just said. Love the smell. Oh my goodness! Like when you're working with rosemary, and then you smell your hands later, it's just like the best. Mm -hmm. It's the best thing. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm, me too. That's all I have. That's me too. Yeah. Sorry, I'm distracted. I keep looking behind Dada because behind Dada. There are crows walking up and down the deck, and I just keep getting distracted by them <laughs> because my eyes are super so, attracted to movement. Yeah, as they should be. Should we um, send up some sparks? Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, before we do our sparks, yes, we got a review on Aww. Apple. We read them all, everybody. And thank you so much. Can't stop humming the theme song. Thank you, C. Marie. Love that very much. Uh, it says, I love, love, love this show. They're so chill and kind. I feel like I'm chatting with my best friends. I feel like we're all just talking, but somehow I end up knowing more than I did before. That's I think cool. That's really sweet and kind to say. Yeah, and that's what we want. We want to feel like we're in the same room with you. And like you, like you know something now maybe you didn't know before. Yeah. So thank you for the review, and thank you, everybody. It helps other people find us when you leave a review or when you press that little star on Spotify. So mm -hmm. thanks for doing that. Thank you. Okay. Yep. My spark, everybody. Ready? The Holistic Herbalism Podcast, a.k.a. Katya and Ren, who also have the Commonwealth Holistic Herb website, they teach don't get me wrong. I love chestnut herb and I'm so happy that I'm almost done. They have been, the, the materials really, really great. But if I were choosing again, I would recommend these two. You can, they track your hours for you so you can become part of the herbalist guild. There is a guild and a registry, but there is no licensing or cert real certification. There's just a community. And they, I don't know, because they do the podcast and because they have Q and A's on Tuesdays and Thursdays, live Q and A's with either them or 
their people, other teachers, you get to ask questions in real time with a real person and then follow up on it and Mm -hmm. have a discussion about it. And I also just happen to love them. I've listened and re-listened to so much of their podcast episodes. They've been doing it since 2016, 2017, 14, 2014. I might be wrong, but they're in Massachusetts. Their school is online. It had started to go online before the pandemic and then went fully online for the pandemic. And then if you're in Massachusetts, you can go to their place and to events that they host. Amazing. I just love them. Check them out. What a good one. I'll check that podcast right out. Yeah. Uh, my spark is an artist this week. I, so as you know, because I won't shut up about it, I pre-ordered the new Chuck Tangle. I am a little bummer town because I pre-ordered it from bookshop.org. And if I had known, I would have pre-ordered it from Macmillan Press. Because if you pre-ordered from Macmillan Press, you also got a very limited edition pre-order exclusive little bandana that says burn it down on it and is designed by the artist that I am shouting out today named Shing Yin Kor. Uh, they're a cartoonist, installation artist. Um, they have an, some incredible stuff on their website. It's Shing, S-H-I-N-G, Kor, K-H-O-R.com. And uh, their stuff is beautiful and I love all their stuff. You should totally check it absolutely out. But The one thing I want to shout out is they have this game they made that is an embroidery game. What? So as you go through the game, you embroider your own unique thing on this piece of fabric that ends up being a bandana you can wear later. Megan, if you're listening to this, no, you aren't. Skip ahead 30 seconds. I want to get it for my friend Megan for Christmas. Oh, what a great <laughs> Christmas present. Get one for her and one for me so we can do it together and end up oh. with... Because it's a single person game. It's just you. Wow. It's like a, a personal little game you can do. It's very cool. But you could have one of your own and yes. do it with other people. Oh, that sounds fun. Everybody should do that. Yeah. Let us know. It and looks, then It's an amazing gift. Take pictures of them and we'll post them on Instagram if you'll let us. It's very cool. <laughs> it's very, very cool. So that is my spark. Cool. Yeah. That's a good one. I also just want to say to Discord, I keep seeing little things in my phone. I get those little notification banners, but I still can't log in. I'll get her sorted out. <sighs> it's I have to find the codes that I save somewhere. I'll get you sorted out. Okay. Corey, I'll help. But I am so excited. It looks like lots of fun over there. So It's bonkers in there. If you're not on Discord yet, you all should be. There's always something going on. I know. Yeah, it looks really fun. Okay, yeah. that's it. Uh, I need a snack. Do you need a snack? I need a snack. Okay, we're going to go get a snack. <laughs> an herbal snack. No, not an herbal snack. I'm going to do that after Okay. Leave. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but until next time, be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. 
If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.